0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Lynn Woods Gospel Entertainment Podcast, where we talk to inspire. I'm your host, Lynn, and I want you to please like, uh, follow, subscribe, comment. You can download for free so that you never, ever miss an episode of this uplifting, inspiring, and encouraging show. My guest today is Rapone Anderson. He is a designer and the founder of the Move Bag, which is a fashion-forward, multifunctional. I call it a personal bag. <laughs> but uh, Rapone, welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you for having me, Lynn.
0: And so you are on the West Coast, right?
1: Yeah, I'm in uh, Sacramento, California, uh, where it seems to to never rain. Today's supposed to be in the the high 80s. I don't mm-hmm. think we've seen seen rain in probably uh, almost a year
0: it feels Re- like oh well remember remember that song it never rains in southern california even though you're northern <laughs> exactly <laughs> That whole Man. thing about the west coast in that rain oh well now let's get started into who you are and we know you're from you're in sacramento is that where you're from uh,
1: i've been here a long time you know my, I think I was telling you before the call that my mother is from Memphis. My dad is from from Texas, and he he joined the military um, as a young man and traveled the world a bit. And I was actually born in Panama before coming to, to California, where I've resided since a, a very young young man un, under the age of ten.
0: So you were you were one of those military brats, as they call them. Is that what you were? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, if you ask my
1: parents, I probably was a military brat. Yeah, yeah. Spent my former former years and and uh. In the military, uh, which was was a great upbringing, I I do have to say.
0: Okay, I got you, got you now. Yeah. You're in Sacramento, so do you have uh, your own family out there? Or? I
1: I um have a family. I don't have my own family. I'm, I don't have any children of my own, but I do have uh, three nieces and two nephews, and I have a brother and sister who are here locally as as well as my mom. Um, unfortunately, my dad passed away about about 20 years. Um, mm. But yeah, we're a we're a tight knit. Um, small family here here in sacramento
0: well i understand that uh, when you said you know your dad was from texas and your mom was from memphis that's some southern folks and usually southern folks are, are pretty down with the family so you oh, got those sure. southern roots and southern hospitality <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah i, have a, I got a, fam, a big family reunion in texas next next year and i'm, I'm looking forward to seeing some of my my southern cousins out
0: there southern cousins and y'all gonna have a bunch of eating going on it's gonna be be on with that southern food (laughs) they love to eat (laughs) i
1: I think i'm not gonna eat a week before i go out there just so i can uh, i can pick out
0: pick out and fill up and then you're gonna have to work it out (laughs) work it off later Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) now let's talk a little bit about you um in fashion okay you got the move back but how did you get into fashion and were you into fashion growing up
1: yeah you know i think i've, I've always been fashion for but as far as a career I, i've never looked to to fashion in, in that way as I, I spoke about my dad who passed away 20 years i think he was he's was a huge influence on on me growing up not just uh fashion wise but also i think entrepreneurial wise he he really believed in in, in black folks starting their own businesses um Particularly, he he, before he passed away, he really wanted a a family business, and so I kind of feel like my company is an extension of of his uh, of his dream. But yeah, I I I didn't grow up um, wanting to be a fashion designer, and really the 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 move uh, company and and move bag was birthed out of my own need and desire to have a bag that was that was functional for me. I I was working my my full time job, and I would take a bag to work every every day, and it would be like a messenger bag and something that was you know fashionable and was professional. National Mm-hmm. But I also uh, took a separate bag when I was riding my bike on the weekends, when I was going to the coffee shop, doing things that are a little bit more casual. And I told myself, I want a bag that's that could be used um, daily, that was multifunctional, that was uh, fashionable yet yet casual. You know, maybe conservative, but also with a little bit of flash to it. Mm-hmm. Um, something I could something I could wear with a suit or I could wear with shorts. And mm-hmm. so, uh, out of that vision, I uh, I remember sketching on on a Southwest uh, flight down to down the Los Angeles <laughs> on, a, on a on a Southwest napkin, I end up sketching the first design of the of the move bag. And what makes it u- unique is that the bag is is convertible. So it you can wear it as a backpack, and when one pull of the strap, um, you can make it a messenger bag. You can carry it as a as a briefcase or or a tote bag. And most bags you would see, you have to unhook, and it's kind of cumbersome. But the move bag is a one pull, easily function, multi use bag.
0: So you did all this designing in between riding on your flight to uh, Southwest flight in between your <laughs> peanuts and your drinks.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a definitely uh, the, the, the original sketch was not the endings. <laughs> yeah, it looked like stick figures initially, <laughs> but but luckily I, I I connected with some folks who were able to bring my my idea. To, to life. One of my best friends was living up in Portland, Oregon, and he connected with a guy who had done a lot of work for um, companies like um, Nike and Adidas and North Face, and we sat down on a, you know, on a computer, and he, he brought it to life for me, and that started the, the venture into me being a, a designer.
0: Oh, wow. So thank God for friends like that that can you know hook you up like that. Yeah who were some of your favorite designers gonna hop over there for a minute and then come back to your move back uh, but who were some of your favorite designers uh or are some of your favorite designers to date
1: yeah you know when i um when I thought about my bag, I had had several bags and, you know, a lot of times I, I bought bags. Sometimes it would be for, for the brand name. Um, sometimes it would be just because it was really functional for me. And sometimes it was just, just the way that it, that it looked. And I said, I wanted to incorporate all three of those things when I designed my own bag. It needed to be functional. It needed to be, uh, fashionable and I wanted to be, you know, durable and long lasting. So I looked at companies like, um, like Toonie who made really good bags. Um, you know sometimes when it's fashionable buy me a bag like louis vuitton but i never you know i never stuck to one one designer who i really liked. i just whatever mood i was in or whatever mm. i thought met my met my need at that point is is who i would go with so i i said i told myself that the, the, the promise i made myself was whatever you design you need to be able to to feel comfortable in wearing that every day if you're going to give it to the world make sure that you also are going to be using it and that's what i've done i've, I've created a bag and I'm looking at one right now because I I carry with, I I would say, almost seven days a week. Is
0: this the first thing that you've ever designed, your move bag?
1: It is. It is. You know, I I said I was was working, you know, uh, my my state service job in the, for the state of California. And, you know, I never, I never thought that I would, I would venture to this. But like I mentioned, my, my father, who's a huge inspiration, told me to never, never think too small. Always, always think big and don't limit yourself. And so I think for a long time, I told myself, well, you have this full time job and you don't have the capacity to take on anything else. And then, I don't know, God told me, hey, you, you, there's no limits to what you can do in this world. Um,
0: and except for uh, where you uh, limit yourself right rapone limit yourself
1: exactly exactly i think that's i think that's a, a lot of folks and i think we don't know our our true capabilities and, and i think a lot of folks have great dreams great ideas that are you know stashed away in their hearts and minds but they don't have the courage to jump out on you know on faith and that's what i did you know i jumped out on, on faith and and it came to life because i poured into poured into my dream you know i, I believed mm. in, in what i had uh, the message i had received when i prayed about it and and here we are today
0: you, you made me think about two scriptures when you said that you know the one about how your gift will make room for you but you got to go for that and then faith without works is dead so uh you're talking about those folks like sitting on their dreams you got the dream but yeah but you gotta Uh, work it just like you reached out to your friend and uh, that helped bring to life your dream or something you probably didn't even know you had a dream to do that and and (laughs) go ahead
1: no i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off I, i was just thinking about you know, my friend, and you know, friends who you you trust enough to, to share your your dreams and ideas with. And I, I want to believe that you know the the work that I put into our relationship then manifested by by these people saying, "Hey, you know what? This is what I can do to help you. This is what this is the connections that I can make." So you know, even before you you're actually working on your dream, you're already uh, working on it before you actually work on it because you're working in relationships. They're going to help you bring that dream to life.
0: So you had it's like you have no idea at the time. Time, rapone do you that you're working on something that you know god's gonna bring to life uh, which was could have been a dream embedded in your heart or desire you have no idea in the process what you're doing
1: exactly that's exactly i mean how how you and i are are speaking today um I uh, have a, a dear friend of mine who's who's like a sister to me. She was actually the sister to my best friend who unfortunately passed away a couple of years of um, to colon cancer. Hmm. And she uh, follows me on on Instagram and she called me out of the blue. This is, you know, less than a month ago and she says, you know, we're pulling you really bit on my heart and you know, god gave me a message to contact you and try to help you with your company and, and moving it along and getting getting the word out about about your bag. I love it. Um, people I've talked to to love it, let me use my connections to to help you uh, market your bag. And through that connection, uh, connected me with the publicist um, uh, Pamela Boussard, mm-hmm. who then connected me with with you. And yeah. again, and this that relationship was manifested, you know, over you know over thirty years ago when 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 we were just kids and we've never worked together professionally. You know, we've always just had a brother sisterly relationship, and you just never know when it's when it's going to come it's going to come to life and manifest for you.
0: That that is so true. It's like you like you said, you meet folks uh, at age 10, 20, or whatever. And then you, you just meet them. You become friends. But you have no idea how that person is going to become a part of your life to help manifest another part of of a dream of yours or a dream of theirs. So it, it's just interesting how all of this comes together. And it's through through faith and relationships and work. Got to get the work in.
1: Yes, ma'am. You definitely got to get the, the work in. You know, it's been a, a passion project for me. You know, there were uh, many times where I was... Staying up late, even though I had to get up early and go to my day job, I had to, you know, travel on on the weekends to uh, to, to Oregon or wherever. I had to go overseas one time to to talk with the potential manufacturers. And I think at one point I would have not carved out that time. I would have said, "Nah, you' too tired. You don't have enough mm-hmm. time in the day." But to really, you know, pursue and achieve those dreams, you got to make sacrifices.
0: So you you talked about you know meeting with manufacturers. Give me a little a uh, uh, bird's eye. View of how this whole thing, the process came together. You as a designer, you know, you did the sketching, then you connected with your friend from Nike up there in Portland, and then how did it go from there with materials and then the manufacturer and getting it out there? Because there's more than a notion. Everybody can't do this.
1: Yeah, you know, and I was I was thrown into it, and I, I knew nothing about it, and, and luckily. Um, the, the the young man who had the connections, had experience in his industry, and I just asked a ton of questions. You know, whether it was about the materials for the bag, the process for how the bag was gonna be made, you know, how long it would take, how many samples I, I needed to create. And, you know, he, um, he, he was God sent, and the people who he connected with me who had ultimately ended up manufacturing the bag were God sent. So what I did is, once I got a, a design down, a sketch down, we had all the the specs, um, all specifications for the bag. I started testing materials. I started getting different companies to send me materials for the bag. Ultimately, after going through several prototypes, I have a bag that's made of ballistic nylon, genuine leather, and um, antique brass hardware. And I think it's, I think it's beautiful, beautiful bag, but it's also very sturdy, very well made. I spoke with, emailed with uh, different manufacturers that he had uh, put me in contact with. And uh, Um, I developed a relationship with one that I really really thought could could make the bag that I I wanted and we ultimately um, ended up um, doing that now over the last couple years with uh I didn't predict the pandemic was going to hit, <laughs> right. which, uh, which affected the you know supply chain and materials and things. But uh, luckily, right before the pandemic, I was able to get my first shipment. So right now, I have a limited edition bag, you know, a certain amount. So if, it, if any folks out there are looking to to get this original uh, move bag, uh, mm-hmm. they are selling fast. I'm going to be sold out here pretty pretty soon. Then I need to start. I'm going to start working on the the move bag 2.0 and some other products for for the for the line and i'll probably start the whole process all over again and looking at different manufacturers because covid and the pandemic changed a lot of things in the industry as far as not just pricing but the availability and the timeliness of, of getting things you need to to make your products
0: so your your bag is it for women and men Any, anybody
1: Yeah, you know, uh, it's uh, I I definitely have uh, women who purchased the bag, but I will have to say it was designed um, for myself initially. So the bag is it's more masculine. It's a, a bag with leather. But one thing that's unique about my bags is that you can change out. The color of the strap. So I have three different color straps. The bag comes with it with a black strap, but it also is able to convert to orange and and blue straps. Which I've had not just women, but I've had men who really like to accentuate their bag by adding a little 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 splash of color to it. Yeah. So, but that's that's part of the the vision for the next iteration of. of of a bag is to have a bag that's more um, designed for for women
0: i'm still thinking it's a unisex bag even though it may be a little big for some folks like i'm a i'm a smaller person Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm what you call petite you know and some things look big on me but sometimes us little people we want a big bag because we got laptops and we got all this other stuff to put in there i I just came back from nashville and i was loaded down with bags and I, i have a lot of stuff I really do when I travel. And then if you're a media person, you have, you carry like voice recorders and your cameras and your phone and your little light things and all that kind of stuff. So I just feel it that it's it's also, it could be called unisex, but you're going to still make a bag so us little people can have a, an option.
1: <laughs> and, you know, and that's it's probably the thing I've heard the most is is how much of your daily items you can carry in, in the bag. So. Right now, I have in my bag, I have my tablet as well as my iPad. I keep There's a pouch on the side where I typically keep my, my wallet. I, I keep my sunglasses on. <laughs> I'll put a, a change of clothes in there. I've used it as, I've used it as a weekender bag several times, and it, and it fits perfectly underneath your seat on the plane. But I've definitely made it uh, multi-use, and I've heard that from many folks just saying, man, I, I'm able to, to carry so much in, 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 my, in my moves bag, and that's what I enjoy the most about it.
0: I was reading about um your your personal story and how did you use your personal story to build to build your brand so how do you how what's that process like
1: yeah you know um as i mentioned you know uh a lot of my inspiration came from from my from father. From your so father. father, yeah. Being mm. a, he was a Southern boy who who left the South and then joined the military, so he was able to see other parts of the U.S. But he also saw other parts uh, of the world. And then later in life, he became a, a Baptist minister. Mm. And so
0: see, you I didn't tell like me that. you didn't tell me that that you was a preacher's kid too. No? <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm a military brat and a preacher's <laughs> kid at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I think a part of my fashion influence came from him. And I think a part of his fashion influence came from those different aspects I mentioned, like him being from the South, but also joined the military, which, you know, a little bit more conservative and buttoned up. But then also he got, a, he got some of that uh, Southern Baptist uh, flair in him too. <laughs> so, you know, when I designed the bag, I think I was thinking that I wanted something that was, that was modest, but also uh, a little bit of a flair and flash to it as well. If, if you wanted to have that. So yeah, my father really influenced me. Not just from the design part, but also just my, my inspiration to be to be an entrepreneur. My father, it was uh, you know his family, his community, and his faith. You know, he he definitely uh, instilled that into us. Like you need to first be be faithful and dedicated to to god and your family but also pursue your dreams think big you know he he saw um, what it was like to grow up in in the in the south you were probably in
0: segregation
1: yeah during jim crow you know he was Mm. born in the late late 30s so he was a teenager in the in the the 50s and as a young man i I saw his fight for for equality even when he was in the military he was he was fighting for 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 rights and uh, i remember him telling me one time that i joined the military so that you didn't have to. It wasn't that it wasn't that he didn't you know he didn't love his country he loved his he loved his country but what he was saying to us is i was i joined the military to create more opportunities for you and your sibling and so Mm -hmm. i took that i took that to heart and so you know as i uh, navigate through life i want to make sure that i reach my full potential and make sure that i don't limit myself and when i have dreams that i that i pursue them with with all my my heart determination
0: when you were talking about your father i thought about African-American style, oh, our our style of, of dress and design that also influences, which is influenced our culture and other cultures. So what do you think about that, and how does your bag fit into the culture now?
1: Yeah, you know, um, when I, I go back to, like, my, my father, uh, I recall him, he would have, you know, really really nice and if he can, you know a suit a conservative suit you wouldn't think it was it was too too flashy and i think that he might have got some of that from um from when he was in the military where hmm. they had to wear uniforms but he would also he had thrown a hat and have a feather in it
0: oh um, yeah Us, br- our <laughs> brothers and them hats
1: yeah. <laughs> or, or he'd, he'd have on a, a bright pocket square tie a uh, tie clip you know so he he, he brought that 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 flair that he, I'm sure he saw other other black men in the south or other black men in the in the in the church have, mm-hmm. and I kind of that's what I did when I developed the bag. I had this modest masculinity in the bag, but also said, "Nah, I know mm-hmm. our folks, my folks, and and myself like to have a little little flash. I want to be unique,
0: little you flash, know, when little I, pop."
1: When I thought about the name move, I it was basically is because myself and others, the bag would be for people on the move, right? So um, like I said, I, I was working, I was traveling on the weekends, I was doing all kinds of activities. I'm like, I'm always on the move when I need something that can accommodate my, my lifestyle.
0: So hence so, the hence the move bag, right? And I, yeah, see y'all did yeah. y'all didn't hear us, but when we were talking off mic, uh, and I looked at the spelling of the move bag is the then M O U V E, and I was asking Rapone like you know like well, what's up with that in our our black folks spelling <laughs> you of know, we move. Get creative, you know, we get creative
1: with it. I, I add some letters <laughs> when they, they don't need to be. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I, added, yeah. I added a U. Not not because I needed the U, but because it meant something to me you know that you really is about you and your uniqueness and so the word move with the you is unique but also i feel like the bag is unique and then also it represents your own personal style um, your own personal choice and Mm -hmm. i believe the bag allows you to to express that
0: well rapone i want to thank you so much for rapone anderson for joining us today fashion designer designer of the move bag where can people find the move bag yeah
1: lynn you can find it um at movebags.com so m-o-u-v-e b-a-g-s movebags.com, um and you can buy the bag and, and the straps there on the website and then you can follow us at move me on instagram uh, so m-o-u-v-e me and you'll see my my orange rabbit, which is my <laughs> logo, <laughs> and yeah that,
0: that a, orange a, rabbit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's on the move. <laughs> yeah, that rabbit's
1: on the move. Yeah. And so when you see uh, the rabbit, then yeah, please follow follow us on on
0: And I was going to ask you about what is, what is the next thing that you're working on, but you said it was the version of a bag that might be more appealing to women and especially little folks like me, right?
1: Yeah, that that it, as well as looking at. Designing a bag that's more like a, a duffel bag for for active people who are maybe going to going to the gym, but also making it fashionable enough where you can you can wear it out, out outside the gym. So another convertible, multifunctional bag that's going to be for both men and women and just people on the move.
0: We know that we can go to MoveBags.com. That's the website, and they can they can order the bags from there. Um uh, order it online right yes ma'am okay then so folks y'all know where to find the move bag i like the clean lines of it elegant uh design it's not too feminine it's not not too masculine that's my thoughts on it though so y'all yeah, be sure to go to the website and check it out and you can follow rapone anderson on ig at move me thank you so much mr rapone anderson designer of the move bag for joining <laughs> us today and we really really do appreciate you and we You, uh, God's blessings and speed and health and wealth and everything that God's got coming for you.
1: Oh, thank you, Lynn. I appreciate that. And I, I wish the same thing for you and your audience.
0: Thank you so much. And thank you, audience, for joining us today, as always. Make sure that you subscribe right now so that you never, ever miss an episode of its uplifting content. If you'd like to reach me, connect with me, Lynn Woods. You can find me on Twitter. That's at Lynn Woods, L-I-N-W-O-O-D-S. Or Instagram at Lynn Woods 96 Or Facebook, just Lynn Woods. Woods, this has been the Lynn Woods Gospel Entertainment Podcast, where we talk to inspire. God bless.